It's the clearest of nights when the stars shine underneath the glow of the moon. That you realize that feeling inside of you exists. That there's more to life than the way you have been living it. If only a flicker of light that reminds you of the truth that burns inside of you. We all exist and come from the same seven stars that make up the me, the we, and, and the, the us. us. We are the road to remind you of this and hold your hand as you walk home. Hi, Skylar. Good morning, good afternoon. Mazel tov. I'm really excited to be here. Like, really, really, really excited. Yesterday, I downloaded the August Energy Report and it rocked me. It really, really, really rocked me. And I was, you know, sitting at the beach and really reflecting on my own personal journey in July and really just so grateful for the whole experience of July, what July did for me personally, you know, reflecting on my own inner work. And I really, really, you know, set the tone on my stories last night to ask everybody to kind of do the same. So obviously we're going to get into August, but I just really want to touch on July because it was one of those months that, you know, changed your life if you let it. So let's talk about it. We entered into July and July was, you know, that missing puzzle piece. July was, you know, everything around you is mirroring. So whenever you looked at somebody, they were mirroring something back to you. You know, you being able to turn and reflect and look inside of you. It was a big, big, big month of seeing your program, seeing your movie sets, seeing your wounds and seeing where you were amongst that. For me personally, you know, I, I dug deeper in my own program. I saw my movie sets and I'm the example of, you know, of that for you guys to look at yourself. So Skylar, like what was your reflection on this month? I feel like he's like, oh yeah, my month was great. There was, <laughs> he's giving me this look, but I feel like in our own like personal, like partnership and our world, there was some huge growth. Um, I saw a lot of stuff in myself. I can't speak for him, but I really, really feel the difference of what July did for all of us. If you actually took it, and didn't be victim to the fact that everything was mirroring because that was the big energy this month is either you took it and you soared or you were victim to the fact that everything was mirroring. I, I don't know. I never, never really stopped to reflect the other day. So I'm trying to do this here. In great. The Real time is great. <laughs> <laughs> he never wants to prep. He never wants to do anything till the moment. So here you are. So Skylar, tell us about your month. My month is, is essentially this, when we talk about the mirroring energy, and this is something that I kind of noticed and it kind of, um, made me reflect on things. And this was just in this, like literally this morning, um, as I was sitting here having coffee and I was writing emails to people and I was like, wow, like the biggest theme that I talked to about this month is loving yourself, mm -hmm. taking it easy on yourself mm -hmm. like it's okay not to be perfect that's really you know kind of been the theme that i've had discussion with people and we go into the mirroring thing i remember there was a long long time ago and i can't remember exactly when it was um where oh shoot i can't even think of the thought 
but it was like we were we were mirroring like almost like a year or two ago do you remember vaguely vaguely something like that um but anyways we were talking about purposes what okay this is where it was this is where we were going with it sorry i had to, my brain had to catch up with my with my mouth we were talking about purpose and we were just trying to figure out like really what is your purpose yeah your purpose is really what you're trying to figure out and absolve mm -hmm. right so when people were talking about like we'll say becca becca's purpose is um like fear, hesitancy, doubt, the human mm -hmm. triangle type of thing. Mm -hmm. That's kind of what she's here to figure out. She's helping people with it, but that's her purpose. So that means that she has that fear, hesitancy, help, help, or whatever. Fear, doubt, hesitancy. Oh, that's don't yes, say that. Skylar. Don't say that three times fast. That's kind of like the essence of her core because that's exactly. kind of what she embodies. Yes. So really, what she's working through on herself is her fear, her doubt, her yeah. hesitancy, mm -hmm. but she's kind of helping other people with that journey as well. Mm -hmm. Right, we talked about this like a long, long time ago. And really, so go back to where I was this morning and we're talking about like loving yourself, taking it easy on yourself, because that's what I've been seeing mentoring. Mm -hmm. Well, guess what that means? That I need to take it easy on myself. Yes. I need to start loving mm -hmm. myself mm -hmm. and you know, and have that little bit of ease and grace that I'm telling other people they need in their lives. Yeah, and we had a we had a talk about this at the uh, again at the beach. Me and Skylar sit at the beach a lot here. Um a couple weeks ago, maybe I don't even know when it was, and I was reading the energy I got you to read the energy report again at the beach and we kind of had this last like, July's energy report. Yeah, July's energy report and I said to him like let's break this down. I was asking about me specifically cuz I'm always about my own growth and how I can be better. And, you know, a lot of realizations came, came through me because that's, that's the point is it's like, not only, um, for me and Skylar as mentors, is it, um, our relationship with each other, um, others, we see it all day long. So it, it's amazing when you use that example that Skylar is sharing is, yeah, he's like, okay, what have I been seeing as a theme in the mentoring, but then what can that apply back to me? And that is the nugget that so many people struggle with because they want so badly to have it be an outside thing versus an inside thing. But when you really allow everything around you to be part of your reality, part of your creation, you will run so much faster when you slow down and witness everything around you versus being victim to everything around you. And I feel that that's what happened this month for a lot. Yeah. And now that I'm sitting here and I've actually kind of like been able to ver ver verbalize, God, I'm having like, just like today, verbalize some of these thoughts that I've had. Let's go back to the blueprint. Yeah. Your blueprint, you know, we're on a path to heal ourselves and you're making different choices. Yes. And we all have always, always talked about you're dealing with one thing at a time. Yeah. We never are trying to do a whole bunch. Mm -hmm. And that one thing at a time is literally chipping away at the overall theme of your blueprint. Mm -hmm. So in my case, loving yourself, love, love is my overall blueprint. Well, that's your program. But it's my overall blueprint yes. that I'm trying to solve in this, this exactly. lifetime. Yes. That's the challenge I've set for myself. Yes. Is figuring out A, how to love myself, how to love other people, mm -hmm. and how to get other people to kind of see it. That's my, you know, if we had to title my blueprint. Mm -hmm. Now there's a lot of little choices. Blueprint is also your program. Yes. But it is your program because <laughs> yes. my program is I don't love myself. Yeah. I'm not worthy of love and all that thing. So it does, 
it does show up mm -hmm. because that's what we're here to solve. Exactly. We're not here to erase. We're not here to avoid. We're here to solve the blueprint and well, solve heal, the maze. Solve and heal. Solve and heal yes. and get through this maze. Because you're in this body of form to do this. And it's, and it's such an amazing gift. And I feel that July really showed the victim of that in so many people because they're victim to their own blueprint. They're victim to their own goal if you want to use that word that they set out here to come to this planet to do. And that is, you know, part of the program that keeps you stuck in that um, victim rescuer abuser, because when you get out of victim rescuer abuser, you live in the light triangle, which is teacher, mentor, healer. And you cannot get to teacher, mentor, healer within yourself if you keep living in victim, rescue, abuser. But look at that. That's what this month really showed you is how much you're a victim to your own life and to your own self. And you saw it externally in others to then see it inside of your yourself. And and you're dead on with that, Skylar. Yeah. So like if we look at we look at our blueprint like a Pac-Man game. Mm -hmm. When we start off, we're just Pac-Man and we're running around and we're trying to chomp on bits. Yeah. And our the ghosts, our ghosts, our problems, our conflicts, whatever they are, are chasing us and we're trying to kind of avoid them. Mm -hmm. Now, when we kind of accept that we're on this game, exactly. we can eat the, the big orb or whatever the heck it's called. And then we turn into super Pac-Man mm -hmm. and then we can kind of like chase things down and take them over. But what happens once we bite them is they just... They're, they're coming back again, but we get better at it. Exactly. We get less afraid of it. We get more in control of the game when we spend less time reacting to it. Exactly. And I love that so much because if you use you as an example, I mean, you know, your story alone in life, you know, you had, you had some trauma as a kid and, and your marriages and all that. So you could literally be victim to all of that instead of literally looking inside of yourself being like, okay, all these quote unquote things happened to me. But you flip the script being like, what are they showing me? They happen for me. Knowing your overarching love blueprint slash program, you're able to not be a victim to that Pac-Man, but turn around and start chipping away at eating it. So that's such great imagery. Well, let's use a good example. So, um, so essentially all this came about because I was replying to an email this morning that was kind of based off the energy report we're going to get to. Yeah. And I'm... I always try and pay attention. So like I said, I'm like, take it easy on yourself, back off, like love yourself, love, understand and compassion, you know? And as I was reflecting on things, I'm like, you know what? Like, how am I seeing this in myself? Mm -hmm. So one of my big stories is nobody likes me. Nobody really gets me. Mm -hmm. You know, I'm alone, all yeah, that stuff. Nobody listens to me. Nobody listens. Yeah. But then what happens is as I flipped that story mm -hmm. sometime last year when I was lying on, on the beach, I had flipped it. I know we had talked last about it. Last summer around last this summer, time, to yeah. be honest. Yeah. I had flipped it and I had changed the story that I'm choosing to be alone, that I have people who want to hang out with me. Yes. So then I've kind of accepted that and fallen into it that people like want to talk to me, want to message me. People actually like me. Yes. So how, how am I sabotaging that now? Exactly. So just wait because I know how I'm sabotaging it now. <laughs> Woo, I'm pumped for this. And people are going to laugh because they're like, oh yeah, that's pretty typical Skylar. If I know I have like an Instagram message, okay. I avoid Instagram. Woo! <laughs> <laughs> because I don't want to have to deal with the message and what that message and the uncomfortableness of what that message is saying. Wow, love it. So this was 
that that's this was kind of like my morning as I His knew story is I just don't go on Instagram now we know the truth <laughs> da, da, da. well I don't go I mean we're again it's, it's yeah, yeah but I, I'm it avoiding it exactly. so that way when I go on Instagram and I see the messages I'm like oh I have two notifications that people are messaging me I'm like oh that's uncomfortable I don't know what they're saying Yes, because emails, you can take your time and answer at well, your own. E- and, emails, and, are, emails are a little bit differently most of the time because I don't generally know what's going to be said. But if I know, like for instance, if I know, because I will say I've heard through like Coco or Becca that someone sent a message. You're like, wow, Skylar, like this person sent a message because they were so helpful for you helping them. Like, oh, I know what that message kind of like entails. Mm-hmm. That it's kind of like, thank you for, like, you know, being you and like helping me out. Yeah. That's uncomfortable, so I will avoid that so why message. Is, so let's let's get into the meat and bones. Why is it uncomfortable? Oh, why is it uncomfortable? Because then I actually have to look at myself and realize, like you know, the story's not real. The story's not real. Exactly. That I'm actually capable of doing things, and that exactly. people actually like me. So if I avoid it, exactly, or, then I don't have to. Actually then you do. always have a little bit over there to still feed your story. Yes. So then, ah, just wait. There's a part two to wow, this. Wow, love it. There's a part two to this. So even though. I let's see. I see the message and I read it. Mm-hmm. How do I respond to that message? You don't. <laughs> <laughs> yes, or because I'm uncomfortable and I don't know what to say, double tap and send the heart. I don't know. I'm like you all yeah. to say. So that and this is a great real time example. So and this is something that people can see because people yes. have actually sent me messages and all they get back is a double tap. Yeah. Because that makes me uncomfortable because I don't know what to respond with because I'm because you live in the story. Yes. Exactly. But I'm aware of all this. So when I'm talking about like love, compassion, understanding, yeah, that's the layer that my overall theme that I'm trying to work through mm-hmm. and I see it in other people and I see it in me and I see how it pops up in different avenues because I have not mastered it yet. Mm-hmm. We are approaching mastery, but we will never ever achieve it because that's true mastery. Mm-hmm. And you know, the energy of July was what has been in your forefront? You know, what has been getting your attention? What has been triggering you? What has been on repeat? You know, what Skylar just said, what is self sabotaging your mastery? And of course, you never, you know, we're always, always, always growing. But there's levels to this. So it's like, what is stopping you from the ease, the joy, the love? Like, what is the self-sabotage that you're doing? And I, I had the whole experience myself that, that we, I don't need to get into all of the stuff. But definitely my layers with Skylar that I've openly talked about is that constant self-sabotage that I'm doing, I'm doing towards myself. So what is that that you guys are seeing? You know, and I heard this quote um, the other day and and maybe Skylar can break it down, but I love it so much. And it's like, you know, when you're getting close to, you know, what I would call the door, you know, that flip to the internal, you know, when things are really starting to pivot for you, when going backwards feels like it's going forwards and we're going forwards feels like it's going backwards and finding the middle in that. Um, <laughs> she always throws these big things at But me. let me repeat that while he's sitting there. Maybe we'll come back to it. But that was a lot of people's month. We're going forward feels like going backwards. And going backwards feels like going forward. And we have to find the middle in that. And that's that peak kind of, um, you know, moment for so many people where they want to just like, give up because it feels it feels the same so 
Anything right. to say on that one? Because well, yeah, that's a huge okay. one. Let's go back to the reason why everyone kind of started doing this work. Why everyone started questioning things. Yeah. They're unhappy. They're sad. You know, they just, they know there's something better. Yeah. Right? So we started doing this work. We've streamlined our life. We've removed some of the negative aspects of our life or some of the things that were just dragging us down. We've made all those choices and now we're literally just sitting here with ourselves, which goes back, I think, to not maybe to the previous month where it was like you with you. Yeah. The flip has moved well, from the- we have, since the experiment has blown up in May, it has been an internal flip, which I'm gonna give some information on that shortly, but go Yeah, ahead. so essentially we've moved from the external things to the internal things. Yeah. So now if the external is no longer distracting us and are the reason why we're bringing us down, mm -hmm. the last couple of months is showing us that that's us. Yes. That it's not, Boom. that it's not necessarily our friends, our family, our job, our stories that bring us down. No. Boom. It's yeah. us. It's us with us. Yeah. Love so that. now if we're going backwards to move forward, we have to start looking at some of those things and the reasons why we started doing this work. Mm hmm. Now, it will feel like we're going backwards because I feel like I've dealt with all of this, mm -hmm. right? But you were externally focused. But you were externally dealing with it. Now we flip to the internal. Exactly. So the stories Love we had this. that like, you know, my job just treats me like crap. You know, my parents treat oh, me like I'm, crap. I'm, I'm only good. I'm, I'm just a cleaner. I'm just a barista. I'm this and this, this and this. Like that's exactly it. That's all, a fucking story. All that stuff is exactly. a story you were creating, but you had to remove that external. Exactly. In order to kind of see it. So now yes. that we're seeing it. Again, it feels like we're moving backwards, but really it's, we're moving forward. it's propelling us forward. Mm -hmm. So that way there's, oh, okay, so now if it's no longer my job, because if every single job we go to sucks and they all treat us like crap, well, kind of why? The common denominator between going through three or four different jobs and things staying the same is you. Yes. Right? Yes. The reason I have problems hanging out with people, you know, and relationships seem to end the common denominator is you. Exactly. Right? We've removed all that external influences and we've gotten to the root of the things, which is you. Mm -hmm. Now let's not be victim to this and let's not beat ourselves up because what? Love, compassion, and understanding. Mm -hmm. We didn't see this before, but now we can see this now, which is perfect because that means if we can see it, we, we can, can try and chip away yeah. and solve and it remove, and move forward. And remove the internal program. And Becca said something really good to somebody the other day, and um, hopefully I'll get it right. I'd like to do another podcast with her on part two of this, so maybe she'll break it down, but let's We're just touch on it. We're going to fly back out to Corpus yeah. so she can come <laughs> in the podcast again. <laughs> um, so I'm just going to touch on it. And she had said to somebody, you have you don't have the, you have confused your motivation and your intent. Oh, that's great. Yeah. And then the person that she had said this to had wrote back to me what their motivation in starting this work was versus their intent. And she was like, my motivation was, you know, purpose. My motivation was get out of fucking Kelowna. My motivation was, you know, maybe be happy or have some other reason. Um, and then her intent was like, I actually fucking like hated my life. I felt like shit in the inside. I want it to be happier. And that's a huge thing. And that's something that um, we really need to touch on because that's what July brought on as well is your motivation versus your intent. Because the people who are still trying to heal from motivation are fucking rocked and struggling and it's hard. And I'm going to repeat that. The people who are still chasing the motivation 
of this work and motivation is an external thing that is causing chaos for you. When you flip it to what is your intent, there's an ease, is there not? Because there's no race, there's no ending, you're not trying to run from something, you're not trying to make it to something, you're not comparing, you just are, because the intent is a self-owned thing. Motivation is an external thing. And don't get us wrong, me and Skylar are the first to talk about about how much motivation we've had. We all need our carrots, there's podcasts on this. We do, but there comes a point where you have to allow the carrot to be what it was and flip into the inside because you will chase the motivation forever. Well, and I just want to say, and this comes back to the to the love and understanding and compassion, yeah. is that if we're chasing motivation, we're chasing kind of all these external things, Yes, we get mad at ourselves when we don't achieve them. Exactly. But if we realize that we're learning, that we're growing, we're trying to do better, that's where that love, compassion, and understanding really, really takes place. Well, it, because then it's okay if we don't succeed 100% of the time. It becomes fun, honestly. In my mentoring, it's like like the people who have flipped to the intent and I'm mentoring them, I'm like, you guys, isn't this fucking fun now? And everybody's like, yeah, because it becomes like a game because there is no external motivation. You're just jazzed because you're like, holy fuck, every day I'm seeing the growth. You know, I'm getting messages after session being like, holy fuck, like I feel unreal today. I'm keeping this momentum going. I'm seeing it. I'm seeing the stories. I'm seeing the program. I'm seeing my movie sets. And it becomes fun because you just, you can't deny it. It's so obvious. And you're just like blasting through them as they present themselves because you know, longer want to there's no motivation around it other than the intent so let's see let's break this down and give a good example because i got i got one that popped in my head if the world is a game yeah and you're a character in this game Mm -hmm. we'll say i think sims is a good example and i haven't played sims probably since high school so we're going on like 20 years or maybe that was city builder when you're building the city you're trying to figure out how you know in building the city in sims what you're trying to do you're trying to build a city with the limited resources that you've got and you start off small one house two houses a street and you know you got to get revenue and taxes and that's kind of how the the game works is you only have a a finite amount of things in order to use to try and get the city to grow yeah but there's a cheat code for that god mode Mm -hmm. where you have infinite amount of money Mm -hmm. you can do whatever the hell you want all of a sudden that game which was kind of a struggle which was kind of like hard to do because like Mm -hmm. you're working with such limited resources becomes easy yeah becomes fun yeah and you start doing wild and crazy shit exactly just for the sake of and it why because you trust yourself you love yourself and you also have well quote unquote unlimited money in yeah. this game yeah yeah so that again that's just the flip of it mm-hmm. you're not you know you're playing the game but now you're playing the game by like your own set of rules mm-hmm. and when you make making mistakes it's not such costly things it's fun yeah. We can go back to when I fucking, we bought um, ground beef from the butcher shop. Nobody knows that story Nobody yet. knows this story yet? No. Um, we bought ground beef from the butcher shop. And I'm okay, like, wow. Skylar, let's just slow down. <laughs> Two weeks ago, we went into um, our favorite butcher cheese shop and Skylar hands me some ground beef and it's frozen and I look at it and it's like two euro and I'm like, holy fuck, like groceries are cheap here, but they're really fucking cheap here. So... Um, Fast forward to I'm making the ground beef 
And We're making spaghetti. I'm making spaghetti and Skylar's, I think, in a session or something. And I'm, like, making this fucking ground beef. And I'm looking at it and I'm like, ew. Like, I could have honestly puked talking about it right now. And it just doesn't look like it's clean ground beef. And I'm like, holy shit, fucking stuff in grease is really different. Like, what the hell? And there's a lot of meat for this $2, you know? And I'm like, ooh, like... I think it was something like 900 grams yeah, for $2. Yeah, there was so much. So I'm making this spaghetti pasta sauce and I literally had to pull some ground beef out because there's so much. So anyways, I'm looking at it and I'm turned off and I'm like, I'm not eating this. Like I don't eat meat at the best of times. I just, you know, so he goes to eat it. He takes one bite and I'm sorry to make everybody sick. And he goes, what is in here? And I go, I don't know, whatever you fucking bought. And he's like, it tastes kind of bony. Like, what is it? And he goes to the bag, gets out Google Translate. Well, well, just, yeah, so I took one bite. I'm chewing on it. Ugh. In my mouth, I can feel like... <laughs> chunks. Chunks, like hard chunks of something. I'm like, <laughs> wait a second. This is really, really weird. Like, what? Like, I don't know what the fuck this is. But I'm just kind of slowly chewing my food here because I'm like, there's hard things in my mouth. Like, this is kind of... A, when it's unexpected... It's really, really unexpected and kind of throws you for a loop. So then I swallow it. I chew it all up and I swallow it. Oh, God. And I just take another... I just kind of stir up my bowl here a little bit. I put another mouthful in. And I'm like, there's more hard chunks in here. <laughs> so then I start separating... Are we the, cluing in people? Oh, yeah. So then we start kind of like separating all these minuscule hard chunks. And I'm like, what the fuck is this? I'm like, this looks like bone. Like, this looks like a small sliver of bones is sitting there. I'm like, that's really, really weird. So I'm like, but my mouth is like full of these little hard chunks. So he gets out Google Translate. So I get out Google Translate and I go over to the garbage and I pull the meat package out of the bag and I translate. And da da da, he was eating dog food. <laughs> <laughs> right? <laughs> So even saying, wow. even saying that, like we're laughing. Oh my God. We're laughing at the silly mistake because I'm thinking, oh my God, I've got such a great deal. Frozen yes. ground beef. This is so great. Oh, great. Awesome. And then it's a mistake. And exactly. I've been eating, and this is a good example. And I've, and I've been eating dog food. And I can get <laughs> mad. I can be mad at myself. I did something these, wrong. I did something wrong. And I repeat spent, that. I spent all this money. I've <laughs> ate fucking like. Coco made fucking for a half hour, yeah. dog food. Dog food, the time wasted, the pasta that, you know, that I got mixed with and yeah. the sauce. And I'm upset about that, but I just laugh because it's laughable. And mm -hmm. hopefully you're on the other side listening to this and, are laughing at it too because it is funny. And, and one of the big takeaways from an experience from that where so many people struggle is you looked at it, we laughed about it, and you said, okay, now I know better. He learned two things from that experience. One... Don't order stuff out of the fucking freezer unless you use Google Translate. And number two, now we know a great place for Ren to have dog food. Yeah. And that's the flip that so many people don't do. They just sit in the victim of I did something wrong. But if you look at, again, what this month just kept repeating over and over and over and over again, you need to have the experience. You need to see your movie sets. You need to see your wounds. You need to see your program and you need to experience it so that you can come out on that, you know, we'll call it positive side that like, yeah, I saw it. I did something about it instead of this constant fucking addiction to the victim of it. Well, and we can't get into the story of, yes, I keep giving myself the experience. Yeah, I know bullshit. We, that's, 
locking in there. I keep giving myself the experience. I see it, but I keep giving myself the experience. But you've given yourself the experience for the next time to make a different choice, to have the awareness to make a different choice. So realistically, and I hate putting numbers out there and I hate even saying this out loud because people will be like, okay, I can only do this X number amount of times. Well, you can because otherwise I mean, it becomes a pattern. Yeah, and a habit. I, ideally, mm-hmm. you want to do something once. Okay, I made that mistake. Now, when the, that same situation pops up there, I do something different. Mm-hmm. So really, you only do things once. Mm-hmm. But as I say that, I know people will be like, oh, I'm allowed to make one mistake and I can't make two. But what if you make that one different choice, but it still turns out the same way. You've learned something a little bit different. You've altered it a little bit different. You've allowed yourself to make a different choice and you've learned something, even if it's just a little bit. Yeah, and to build on to what Skylar's saying, and here's some um, information on my side that really needs to be said. Now, the first thing that I'm going to say is, if you were still doing the checklist because Skylar just said something and all all of the sudden you hear one and you apply it to yourself, you're still in motivation. You're not in intent because motivation means you need somebody outside of you to tell you the exact recipe, the exact way something goes, and that is why things are hard for you. So if you listen to the podcast, if you read posts, if you're in mentoring, if you don't even work with us, but you use this podcast as a checklist and nothing's changing, it's because you're in motivation. That's number one. Because intent, you see the words, you feel the words, and then you do something about them because you inside yourself actually inherently absorb it to want to do something differently. Now, a lot of information has come through me this month and a lot of stuff um, through sessions and stuff. And one of the big things I want to touch on is this. And if you go back to, and I was looking in, in notes and posts and everything to see exactly when this was, and I found it last night, and it was September 24th is, um, in my work is when we blew up duplicate, meaning we were six to nine months ahead of time from September 24th. And I repeated that all fall and it was a big fucking deal. I didn't know what it meant until now. So basically what happened is if you could imagine it was time was pulled out for us to literally, the program was turned on the night that we had our dinner in August and we have been in the program externally until May. So everybody had an opportunity from basically September 24th until like May 15th to really kick their program's ass externally and see it and do all those things, okay? Whether you did it or didn't do it at this point doesn't matter, but it just shows you where you're at and that's fine. If you're somebody who fucked the dog and didn't really believe that this was real and that it was playtime, you are feeling it now. You just are. And that's okay. We have all the tools. There's many of us who have already walked it to hold your hand. If you did something about it and you actually dealt with your external program, you have flipped in the last two months into internal and, and life is easier for you. It really truly is. But nonetheless, this isn't, again, a categorized thing where all of a sudden you're listening to this and you start going into victim. And if you are, own it. Use these examples that we've just given on the podcast to see how right away you grab onto it to make it some sort of motivation thing instead of intent. 
Now, one of the big things that has come on is that program, okay, in our world, why imagery is so important and has been from the very beginning is the program cannot touch our imagery, okay? Because program runs off of logic, it runs off numbers, it runs off of cause and effect, it runs off of words. Now, program has taken 99% of our words. So Skylar's been saying this for a long time. Why do you feel it? Why do you need to sit with it? You know, baseline. Um, oh, I need the experience. The bullshit that you fucking tell yourself now is program. So until you fucking realize why you're saying it, those words are coming from a program standpoint. <clears throat> Excuse me. Imagery expires so fast in our world. So you might have a session, you might get imagery and you apply it. And then a week later, it's not working. Why? Because programs already grabbed onto it. That's why it's so important to understand your intent. Because if you're in motivation, all the words and all the imagery is being taken from the external program. If you listen to stuff that we're saying and apply it as a checklist, this is why July fucking rocked you. Because you saw the mirror of the technology, aka your program self and your light self. That's what July was, is your true version saw your robot version, saw your program. So really hear those words and really look at your month and be like, okay, I see where I saw the two versions of me and how this all applies. I, I love it. And, mm-hmm. and, this, and this is what I love about it probably the most. Mm-hmm. And I love this saying and I've said it to so many different people and I'm going to apply it to this situation. Yeah. Only a Sith deals in absolutes. Yes. Now, as I say that, you're like, how the fuck does this apply to what the hell we're talking about? Mm -hmm. Because what is program taking? Oh, I'm allowed to make one mistake. Exactly. Or, hey, I'm allowed to not make any mistakes. Mm -hmm. It's absolutes. These things that were like, oh, I can make three mistakes. That's okay. Absolute. Mm -hmm. Right? Mm -hmm. That's what I love about this. And imagery is what? Imagery is kind of wide open. It's kind of... It's mm-hmm. almost like... It's a feeling-based. Imagery feeling is feeling-based. The program can't touch yes. feeling. Yes. Which is great because that way it's you interpret it into exactly where you are at the time. Exactly with the feeling. Mm-hmm. And again, if we go with absolutes, you can't absolute a feeling. No, you can't. But you can definitely absolute a thought in a program. Yeah. Oh, I absolutely have to have coffee every single day. Mm-hmm. No, you probably don't. Mm-hmm. Right? Well, it's like what you I'm were saying. Absolutely, kind of a piece of shit because I keep failing this and going back in a circle. Exactly. No, you're that, an absolute. That's an absolute. And we look at these things and we have to see the absolute of it because that's defining our perimeters. That's mm-hmm. putting ourselves into boxes, mm-hmm. which we've been trying to dismantle all of this time. Mm-hmm. If we look at it, you know, we don't care if you're vegan or whatever. Um, 40 spirituality, every, they want to put you into boxes. Yes. I'm vegan. I don't eat meat. Okay. But well, that means there's... But why? But why? Like, what are the boxes you're putting yourself into? Exactly. Oh, I only wear black. I only wear white. You know, I have to have long hair. Why? Absolutes. Mm-hmm. 
you're not feeling into the, the feeling of things. You're per- defining a perimeter. Yes. And when I talk about, you know, the months ahead of time that we were in, we very much lived out our external program. So lots of character breaks, lots of things that happened in there that could feel like absolutes, but they needed to be absolutes so that you could see your external program, do something about it and break it. And, and that's and that's what I love about it yeah. is because people are just like, well, I'm only doing this and I haven't really moved forward. But you have. Mm-hmm. You've noticed it. You've made some different changes. There's been a little bit of a shift in you. Mm-hmm. Even if it's not something super, super tangible, there has been. Mm-hmm. It's gray. Mm-hmm. There's shades and shades. Well, and here's the thing. Stop gray. comparing yourself to everyone fucking else. I'm like, is that in our world is not, is that not the beauty of the community that's been created? We played out the program and the people that are still stuck in the program, still stuck in that community competition, fucking nobody likes me. Everybody's higher. Everybody's this, everybody's that. Like, open up your eyes. You are living the worldwide program right now because that's the world. The world as a whole is comparison. We are back into a 4D world. So everything we have walked as a community, as a group, is now done. And if you're still clinging on to it, you're in the program in 4D. You're in that world. And that's okay, but open up your eyes and see why you're still in that and why you're struggling to move out of it. Because it's very comfortable to stay there because you can live in your stories. It's what Skylar said at the beginning of this, is if you don't look at it, you live in it. And the energy report for August is really going to build on this. Well, let's, as we get into that, and she's and Koba's going to pull it up here, here's an imagery that I've been sharing with people, and I absolutely loved it. And... Now that we're kind of talked about a little bit on this podcast, I feel like it needs to be shared. One of the things that I really absolutely loved is when Coco says, oh, you're just on a different floor than them. Yeah. Take this in. This is stop what you're doing and really take this in. I love it. I absolutely love it when she says that because Mm -hmm. what does that bring to mind? Oh, they're above me. I'm below them. You're in a skyscraper. I'm in a skyscraper. You know, I'm above them, they're below me, or vice versa. Mm -hmm. Essentially, what you're doing is you're placing the whole entire community, the whole entire world Mm -hmm. into one building. Yeah. Now, why is that? Mm -hmm. Absolutes, Mm -hmm. right? We're keeping ourselves limited. But instead... Look out the window. Look out the window and realize that, yes, you're on a different floor than someone, but they're in a completely different fucking building. Boom. But you, Love that. you decided that they're all in one building and now we're doing comparison and we're not being sure. Exactly. You decide it. You decide it that everybody was in the same building as you and look at the stories you have fucking created. Yeah. Like <laughs> literally that is a drop the fucking mic moment right now. You created that story. To keep yourself wounded, to keep yourself in the story, to keep yourself in the program. Because if you listen back to any episode from the last almost five years that this podcast has been up, not once 
have I ever fucking said to you, we're all sitting in the same fucking skyscraper. You interpreted it that way to keep you in the program. All right. So now, with that, now with that being said, August, I, I have, there's, I know the theme of the energy <laughs> he, report. He hasn't heard it. He has said no to hearing it. He wants to do it in real time, but he knows the theme. So let's go Skylar. Well, I just want to say this because I know what the theme is. Coco and I have not actually watched this movie yes, yet. Yes, yes. So I'm just throwing that out there as a precipice to what this... We'll talk uh, about it after, and yeah. What this energy report is. And then maybe we'll do... Once we actually watch the movie, yeah. then maybe we'll, we'll talk about we'll, we'll lots talk of about stuff. Them. Yeah. So wherever you are, as per usual, this is not the time to be you know, doing the dishes, doing all the stuff. So sit down. As I read this, really listen to it. Let it code you. Let yourself feel it. Ready, Skylar? Yeah. August. You're lying on your back. You could put yourself anywhere. On a beach, in a bed, in the grass. On the pavement, in the middle of the freeway, at the dentist, in a coffin, or a hospital bed. You are somewhere and everywhere all at once, Days before the calendar changes and right away you will notice where you are from truth or from a reality that isn't you, but created by you. And it will show instantly. And if you were aware all last month, you know exactly where you are. You're either living in a dead past or a someday future, or you're right here right now. But notice, where do you choose to lay on your back for it goes a little like this barbie has a world and it's a beautiful planet all its own this planet has everything it needs to sustain itself and it's full of whatever barbie wants it to be it's a whole created world that is controlled by barbie and how she wants it to look be and feel she lives by the same storylines the same memories the same old lines that made her life they vary as she ages and they get added to as new variations of other Barbies enter her world. But if you were to watch Barbie in her world, it's always the same. She speaks the same. She longs for the same things. She ruminates on the same things. She eats, lives, loves, hates exactly as she always does. New things, of course, are introduced, but only to fit in the well-established ecosystem of Barbie world. Nothing really truly alters in this world. It's you live, you die, and you repeat this cycle over and over and over. Barbie lays on her back and she closes her eyes to recharge. And when she does, she will always fall asleep and re-enter the day with a brand new but similar story, a different loop, a creation of pain of dying on the side of the road or fear of finances not being loved, not belonging, scared, terrified, fearful, and living the stories over and over and over again with a new flair and a new flavor, and that's just it. But what hasn't happened ever before happened last month in July. Barbie experienced itself. It saw itself outside itself. It experienced the truth of itself. And for the first time ever, Barbie saw that she isn't real. She lives in a world created and controlled by a program that she has been trapped in. 
she realized if she was ready to, through the repeated experiences of July, that she could leave this planet, this world, and free herself from fake stories, the fear and the loops that truly consume. She saw that she has been living in a program called her own Barbie world, and that changes everything. Now, a lot of people haven't accepted or can even compute that this is them, so the experience of marrying you with you in July sent people. Why? Because it's fucking comfortable to live in your own programmed Barbie world, because when you do, you have a constant feed that is a drug that you search for that feeds the addiction to this planet, this world, and it becomes everything outside of you. Outside of you keeps this world functioning. Inside of you is the world that is not touched by Barbie world. The only thing that can touch this world inside of you is you. The program of Barbie world cannot touch the world inside of you. And that's an aha moment for everyone. So what happens this month? Choice. Are you feeding and living in your Barbie world? Or have you walked through the door? The door to a world that is unknown to you until you experience it. It's where you spend the entire month closing the door and pulls from Barbie world. And you feel relief. You feel free. And you realize that Barbie was a personality, not a truth. Barbie will pull. Oh, she will grab. She will scream and shout. And many will feel like it's too much and want to give in or run. But isn't that ironic that the closer you get to the door, the stronger the pull is to let go. It's like five seconds before you give up, the numbers hit. Two seconds before jumping off the cliff, a trampoline appears. And hours of ruminating about an unreplied message, just as you surrender into it, not getting a response, you do. That'll be all month. The pull of Barbie and the surrender into the world you hold. Barbie world is always the same. It's a repeated circle that varies in size, but it's always the same direction. Around and around it goes. Your world, the truth, moves like water. It flows one day. It's glass the next. Then it's waves. But in your world, you will always know the one place you are lying on your back in the middle of the sea with your arms spread out as a beautiful star, relaxed, because you have the sun, the moon, and the water, and you don't move. You have your fuel, you know who you are, you make choices from this place, and it's ease. So when you finally embody the star, you make the choices. And how does the star create its world? It floats. If you lay on your back in the salty sea, the waves don't consume you, the water melts into you, and the sun charges you along with the moon. And what happens when you're laying in the water, not fighting, not grasping, not wanting, not needing, not scared or in fear? You become neutral. And it's here you begin to just know. And what happens when you know? You can feel. Because you're not lying on your back to recharge and repeat. You're simply there to be and create. Yeah, that's great. Isn't it? Mm -hmm. It's probably one of the best energy reports to date. Honestly. Simple felt and there's no bamboozlement or denial for anyone on anyone's part and what i like is if you were to stop this podcast right now and go back to the beginning we discuss the energy report all the way up to the energy report (laughs) because here's what's great about this and i know people are already probably spinning about this and Mm -hmm. in their own fucking head Mm -hmm. because they're in a barbie world and they're not in the real world yeah and what is that absolute it's an absolute Mm -hmm. what if you are in the process of walking towards the door exactly but you're not because you're not in the real world and you're still in the barbie world oh it's a negative thing it's a bad exactly but you're literally walking towards the door yeah so when the energy report said like the pull 
as you get closer to the door, it gets stronger mm -hmm. is because you're dealing with that absolute. Exactly. Oh, I'm in the Barbie world. I'm not in the real world. I beat myself up. So you turn around and you walk away from the door. Mm -hmm. Right? I love that. Because we're dealing with, we're telling ourselves it's yeah, either, absolute. either, either or. or. Mm -hmm. and you're still in the motivation. So just... You're still in the motivation. So breathe. So just relax and breathe. Exactly. And the biggest thing that we've always kind of said is accepting where you are. Changes everything. Changes everything because then we, there's no longer a negative feeling around it. You're mm -hmm. no longer using that as an excuse to hold yourself back. Exactly. Because it can be, yes, I may be in the Barbie world, but I am making steps but, towards but entering make, reality. But like I said, make it freaking fun i'm in the barbie world holy shit for the first time in my whole entire life i actually have language that can place what i've been living my entire life i actually have language understanding why my life has felt the way i have because we've all lived in this barbie world but knew something was off so take that in you now have language you actually know the truth and you can see the stories you created in the Barbie world. Exactly. Back. I'm dumb. I'm not this. I'm not that. But let's even, let's even just like look at Barbie as a whole. Yeah. Because she's also a great person for this imagery. 100%. Who's Barbie? <laughs> what is Barbie? Yeah. A toy. I mean, yeah, I get Barbie's toy, <laughs> but if we look at like the character of Barbie, um, I, cause I've seen some videos on this and I thought, well, that's not, that's really great. Kind of knew all about it. She is a race car driver. She's a stewardess. She's mm -hmm. a pilot. She's this. She's that. She's got 150 different jobs. Yeah. Barbie does everything. Mm -hmm. But she does it as Barbie. Mm -hmm. Right? Barbie's not holding herself back and telling herself that she can't do this. In fact, I know the whole entire premise of the Barbie movie is Barbie starts to question her reality and then actually goes into the real world. Yeah. And experiences Break real world life. And breaks out of her fucking characters. Yeah. Take that in. Breaks out of her character. Breaks out of the personality that you're in. You're in a personality when you're in Barbie world. So that's why this is so great for this it's exact huge. time. Because, it's huge. It's absolutely huge. Because even Barbie isn't being defined as Barbie. Exactly. She's not being defined as a single character because Barbie has so many different aspects of her. Mm -hmm. Who holds Barbie back? Herself. When, the person playing with the Barbie. Exactly. Which would be like your, your yourself. Mm -hmm. Dealing with the absolutes. Oh, Barbie can only just be a housewife. Mm -hmm. No, because Barbie's, there's literally race car Barbie. There's literally sky jumper Barbie or horse, horse rider Barbie. Mm -hmm. You know, Barbie can be whatever you want her to be. Barbie can, you know, if you use, if you use me as an example, and I've said this in mentoring, I'm like, you know, yeah, we can use the label of living portal for me, you know, and you know, maybe that's even expired, but let's use the label. And then it's like, so what? I'm in absolutes. I can't love fashion. I can't paint. I can't, you know, watch the Kardashians. You know what? I'm a multifaceted person that everything comes down to from intent. And well, boxes, boxes. Exactly. How can we put ourselves in the boxes? Oh, I'm a spiritual person. Oh, Where's like, you know, your linen pants and like you're, you're got to be vegan and yeah. you're in your long hair and you got to like smoke weed. Oh, that's just another box that got created to fit that character. That's spirituality Barbie. Exactly. That's you Barbie know? world. You guys, that's what's happening.
And that's why the world as a whole is being rocked right now. And that's why the 4D world is being rocked because 4D has consumed Barbie world. Because it wants to put you in a different exactly, box. and it want 4D now is keeping you in Barbie world because the door they don't want you to see the door because the door again is the truth inside of you. And you know, after I downloaded this yesterday, it we were at a beach that had waves, and Skylar's like, "I'm gonna go into the the water," and I said, "I'm gonna join you," and the waves were pounding on us, and all of a sudden, I just like laid on my fucking back. And I said, Skylar, I'm like, I want you to lay on your back because once I read the energy report, we can really talk about this. And so I'm laying in this ocean, these big waves. Here's Coco, just spread eagle legs and arms being the star that I am. And we laid there and held hands as the waves hit us. And I was just shocked and emotional and loved it as everyone else is, you know, woo, and screaming as the waves hit them and they jump. Me and Skylar are floating on top of the waves. And I really took note of how I felt laying there. I was like, the water is warm. I'm floating. I've become one. If you've been in a salt tank, you know, it feels exactly the same. And what happens when the water meets your body and it all becomes one, you can actually discern and you can actually feel. Yeah, I mean, I remember when you brought that up to me and, I'm, and I was lying there and I was doing it with you. I know exactly what I was doing. When I mm-hmm. first started doing it, I was lying on my back, floating, holding my breath. Mm-hmm. I'm like, why am I holding my breath? Oh, I have the fear of the waves crashing over me. Mm-hmm. So that's why I'm holding my breath relax. and I'm squeezing my eyes. Yeah. It's like fucking just relax, mm-hmm. you know? And if a wave crashes over you and you get water in your mouth, it's fine. Sit up, spit it out. And go back and to it relaxing. Didn't. And it didn't. It, well, it did eventually. Mm-hmm. At some point in time, it did. Mm-hmm. But then I noticed, like, I started, like, rolling, like, body rolling, yeah. essentially, with the waves and started yeah. enjoying it. And, of course, like, I'm also, like, got one hand underneath the water. I'm kind of, like, controlling my direction a little bit because I'm being tossed a little bit off balance. Or, yeah. like, if we go to, like, you're sitting on a paddle board, you kind of overreact one way. So, so Skylar's you... just lacking with a little bit of... So, you got to counterreact <laughs> a little bit. But I'm okay with that. I'm aware of what I'm doing it for. Right? I'm not holding myself. I'm like, oh, I'm just not completely relaxed. I'm like, okay, like a couple of strokes here or there to regain my balance so I can relax. Mm-hmm. I'm practicing relaxing. Yeah, as we're lying there, eventually a wave did come over, crash over top mm-hmm. of us. Mm-hmm. No big deal. We just sat up and laughed. Mm-hmm. And we went back to lying back on the water again, staring at the blue sky. Mm-hmm. There's no story. There's no spin. Nothing. There's no absolutes because we just... We're flowing with the moment and we're flowing with the feeling and we're sitting in the imagery and the emotion that's it created. Exactly. So here's to August and, you know, get out of the absolutes and really see this Barbie world for what it is. And like me and Skylar said, we haven't seen the movie. So there's going to be a whole other podcast. Um, We're going to pull Becca in for that one to build even more to support you guys for August in the choices that you make.